When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. Short week. Already halfway through. Uh, it's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. Dick Toledo. Still off in Thailand, although I imagine he's starting to pack again here in the next day or so. He's back on that 28 hours worth of flying. Yuck. I don't know when he comes back to you. No. Wednesday. <laughs> Is it? I think That's it's today. following Wednesday. He's going to be gone that long? I think. Man. Jesus Christ. I need Toledo Ooh. hours. And no kidding. Who allowed this? A ski mask vacation. No kidding. He's going to be putting in extra time mopping floors. <laughs> Who knew? Anyway. I thought he. I thought he was done at the end of this. Well, week, he thought but. he'd be all right because we'll, we'll leave on Sunday, but they don't actually yeah. land until Wednesday. That's very true because you got to get that day off again. So he's <laughs> probably leaving sucks. Sunday, Thailand time. Misses Monday, gets Tuesday, flies for twenty. <laughs> yeah, he'll be here Wednesday if he leaves Sunday. That's good. Might as well have driven. And that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. It. That's not a trip right there. Anyway, uh, it's uh, you know that's the lineup there. Here we are. Uh, I am. Uh, uh, Three of the last four times I've used FanDuel, I've come in the next morning depressed. I think that might be a sign that I need the uh, next step. Yes, but I five three I, three four two. Oh, five. It, but I only want to talk to the guy on the other line. I'm like, I'm fine. Like financially, this is. I'm not doing enough to be a problem. I'm just how to get past the depression of missing ten leg parlays by one again. Would you stop? If um, yeah. you're asking the guy, you yeah. know, I was this close. All I needed was one hit. One hit. Right? Goddamn Justin Turner. They're betting on the Dodgers. From the guy on the next step hotline, I'm like, you know what? Keep going, man. Dude, You're so dude, close. Try a nine legger. You keep missing these tents. Twenty thousand dollars sitting on that. I wasn't I'm not betting much. I'm just finding crazy bets. And I am so close to hitting these things. It's insanity. That's how it all begins. Oh, it's how it begins. 
And then I, 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 you know, like there's no justifying it, but I go to, I justify it by saying, well, Norm McDonald talked about how his bets were no, no smaller than like $20,000 at a certain point. He, uh, to teach himself a lesson, took $60,000 cash once and just threw it in the ocean and said, it's the same thing you're doing with gambling. Oh, man. I know. Uh, Adam Sandler told a story the other day. Yeah. It, he just opens up a mini fridge and there's 25K of poker chips in there. Yeah. That's Norms. At, it's at the end of the, uh, Norm McDonald special, Adam Sandler and Dave uh, Chappelle, Letterman, Conan O'Brien, Molly Shannon, and Dave Spade all talk about Norm. He said he went over to his house and he opened it up and he said uh, it, two amazing things I don't like Norm McDonald would think of. But he, so he was trying to, he was keeping him in there because he was like, I didn't cash him in because I was, I, there's a guy we work with, uh, one of the producers at SNL and somebody who was an agent or something said, uh, there's ways to get that and not pay taxes. So I need to talk to him before I cash it in. And he goes, but yeah, Norm, why is it in your fridge? And he goes, guy comes in to rob the place, never looks in the fridge. <laughs> and it's, it's like you keep valuables yep. in your fridge. You're like, my God, that's genius. That's very true. So, uh, yeah, but it's, ah, ah, 20,000. And then the one. The, so that was a 10-legger last night. Yeah. Nine, the nine. And all it is is just guys getting hits. I had the, the Diamondbacks and Braves game. I was done with that in the first couple innings. Christian Walker to get a hit in an RBI, got that because he had a three-run homer. It was just, it was just easy. It was a, I was walking the park, and I'm saying, Justin Turner, is, it's the fifth inning. It's all I need is one hit. He offers the night. Who called him? Huh? Who called him? And Said told him? Go, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm wondering. And it's a <laughs> crazy. trip. <laughs> the crazy. <yeah. laughs> and trip, trip and I were He's talking <laughs> yesterday. That he sat, uh, well, when the Dodgers were in town, me and Dave. I'm like, I, don't say it with the big rise at the end. I know which Dave you're t- Roberts. Okay, go ahead. The manager, <laughs> I know who he is. Of the Dodgers, yes, we're on the same page. Anyway, so we were here, and they were staying at the Phoenician. So after, I went over and just had pizza with them, and we talked ball. And a couple of bottles of uh, yeah, thousand oh, dollar bottle wine. Yeah, they're sitting in their tequila, chat. and he started <laughs> to he talked to me a little bit about this and that and this and that, and he said, and Justin Turner and blah blah blah. And Red comes to the door, and oh he, Red, they're on David. They're well, Red, now, huh? Red was there, and uh, I heard the Game of Thrones music, and I knew he was coming in. So Red was there, and then he starts talking. He and Dave are tight, so now I'm tight with Red and Dr. Anyway. But he starts telling me about it. So it was on my Justin Turner was on my mind yesterday when I was placing. I'm like, oh, I talked about Justin Turner today. That's I'll throw him in the mix. It's crazy, and it is. It's this 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 nuttiness of I can't imagine like being a real gambler, like where your like your life depends on some of this. You're stuff. chasing the whole time, not even chasing. Like you're making a living at it. There, there are guys who do eight, nine, ten bets, and they're, that's their life. I've met them when I'm in Vegas, like guys who. I'd be curious to see what their it. system is. Yeah, it's to, they study it. It's I mean, yeah. there's, my friend Max used to do it. Max made a ton of money. If Max could have laid off the white powder and buying Corvettes every five minutes, he was pulling in six, seven, uh, well, nearly seven figures a year uh, in his early twenties because he was just really good at at betting. It's like the Sam Rothstein, Ace yeah, Rothstein right. from Casino. Some people betting. just have that eye, to, and he'll and Max will still text me and say uh, these kind of stats, which nobody pays attention to. But he's like, hey. Uh, Miami's last four trips down the East Coast on the fourth night after a, d- a thing, they can't score more than 103 points, and that's been going on all year. Plus, uh, any team, there's a statistic of any team that has a layover or gets to Miami a day early loses. 
because they party and hang out in Miami. And he's and it's like this weird side thing that these guys know. Oh, okay. When did their plane land? Noon today. They got a game tomorrow. That team's going to lose because midday they're, game. They're screwing around in Miami all day. So Miami teams, you can't get there early. You can't stay a day late and play a game after in New York, Miami, L.A., the fun cities. Now, Phoenix had, had like a, a weird thing where they go on the East Coast and they would win every game except, uh, like, I forget to win one. But it was a strange back-to-backs with New York, uh, Brooklyn and New York. It was like the second game is almost always. A, and so he, they know those stats. I'm just going off a, you know, so, but, but I can't imagine like guys like that sitting there watching an umpire call a wide strike zone. Because it started to get me last night. I'm like, ah, it's a ball. Justin Turner, that's a ball. And it's, he's down 1-2. And you're like, it should be 2-1. You're mad at the count. And it's like your life starts depending on pitch by pitch if you're paying bills with that money. I'm throwing away meager amounts. And you, you haven't gotten a taste yet. Wait for your taste to oh, come I've gotten in. A, oh, the first week we had FanDuel, I won eight Oh, grand. yeah, that's right. It was a huge pop, like the so first. I'm going to be yeah. loaded forever. They got you, man. It's yeah. just the oh. veins. Oh, it's, it was in my. It's in my mm. blood. But I can't imagine ever putting more than what. I, like the most I'm, I've bet so far on any one single bet is 500 bucks. Like I'm not. I won't go too crazy. Like I, I, and that's like usually spreading around. But man, oh man, when you're that close to that, you can see where people lose. But I was losing my mind at pitches and. I'm sitting there looking at the lineup going, all right, we need extras. If we don't get extra innings, I'm not going to sit. Freddie Freeman's got to come up. He's going to get a hit. And then you got, all right, Trey Turner's been hot tonight. That'll get me to the sixth spot. And that's where Turner's batting. So we need a 10th inning. We need a 10th inning. And sure enough, it didn't matter. I was going bananas. Sitting there watching the Dodgers and Pirates play like my life depended on it. And really all it was was a couple hundred bucks out of my pocket. Stupid. And they're playing the Pirates. And they're playing the Pirates. I mean, the Pirates two nights in a row. Yeah. That's right. When I talked to my buddy Max, literally, his first year there was like made about four or five hundred thousand. The first year I was in Vegas, he moved. He's like, I, I think I was pretty good at it, but I got you think I got mixed up in some stuff. <laughs> but then you know, you're 22, 23 years old, and you're here's a, a few hundred thousand dollars, and guess what you're going to do with that? That's why uh, gamblers often said that Vegas was a bad idea for sports teams. And it's going to be a home field advantage. The curfews for teams that stay there are like 8 o'clock. Strict. Yeah, they have to be because these guys will stay out all night. <laughs> Bet against teams that get to go to Vegas a day early. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – eh, what are you going to do? And I should have gone with Brett. I had to go – my dog party. I know, I know. Jesus. I flaked on Brett last night to go to Terra. I almost Second went. time. You should have. I had an extra that's, ticket. That's not badass of you. That's that. Did Brady just start to biker bar me? With I almost went. So did I almost go, and that's the problem. The almost part is the. I almost went to that. Better than you. You stayed home. You were in so bed. Much better. You were in bed you. before they were on stage. I was at least being debaucherous from my couch gambling. But yeah. I, but nine o'clock start time. Yeah. That's a weeknight. I know. They, for we, them too. Evidently, we were done before. We were done before ten. They were they forty did minutes all. set. <laughs> done, man. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made it. The dog party lasted until a little after nine. You couldn't have called it a little bit early. Well, it was, it was fun. We had a lot of fun going on. It was a lot of fun. Jeez. My friend's thirteen-year-old uh, daughter is expressing herself in ways that uh, the parents found out last night. She knows more than they think she knew. A lot of dirty talk coming out of that kid's mouth. It was hilarious. 
the, the whole night started when uh, I was knocking on the door uh, to get in there. And uh, I hear Kristen on the other side of the door go, I'm coming. And then the 13-year-old, or what, how old she's the same age as Kirby? 13? Yeah, 13. going to be 14? Yep. She says, uh, uh, Kristen says, I'm coming. And I hear a little voice go, that's what she said. <laughs> and, I, and then they were like, where did you, what are you talking about? How do you know what that is? And she just starts laughing. She made thousands of off-color remarks. And I said, well, Mark, you're sending your daughter to a Catholic school. She's going to be pregnant in the next year you know that right that's what catholic school girls do they learn early and their faces i mean she it was very funny and it was my influence i feel good about it i feel like uncle almost, john yeah i feel like uncle john kind of almost I, I caused this like she wanted to take it up a notch because of my presence and i i was more than happy to reciprocate we were telling some dirty jokes to that kid last night pretty fun my uncle doug my drunkle doug taught me my first word which was poop. Uh, and he would take me aside and point to anything. Light switches, glasses, everything. Poop. 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 I remember because he had this big booming voice. Poop. Poop. And I, and I loved that guy. I'm like, poop. Poop. My mom had to break me of that because everything I'd point at, I'd say poop. I What's like this, John? Yeah, poop. That's poop. My first word was poop. <laughs> not dad, not mom. Poop. Because my Uncle Doug <laughs> drilled it into my head. That that's this kid's gonna say stupid stuff, and if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. But yeah, the uh, it was fun. The dog party went off without a hitch, and the reason I couldn't say no, Kristen like made this giant meal, like homemade French dip sandwiches, and it was amazing. And she's like, "Oh," we're, and I'm like, "I can't." Like they started planning this thing, and I and you it was your fault, Brett. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. Because no, we've yeah, been talking no. about this for I two know. months. I, I don't even want to hear and it. I needed to be reminded last last second. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend we kind of was last week Look, even. My mind's choices. Uh-huh. My mind's dog like a goddamn. Oh, I had to go to the dog party yeah. over every time. My mind's like an etch a sketch. Uh, Memorial Day, I, I got shook free. You had to remind me, like, hey, remember tomorrow? Got that uh, terror show. I'm like, all oh, right, and that's all it would have taken because they'd started to plan that no, thing the day before, and they bought party favors and food. You could have bounced out at eight forty-five, been at the show by nine, but then I'd have missed the desserts, and she made muffins. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I know. Man. I got done about 10 after 9, and I thought, well, if they're on at 10, I can do this. And then you sent me the set list, like, right when I was checking. 9 o'clock start time. Yep. Like, this is the grandpa show. Like, what great. happened to 10 o'clock start times? That used to be standard. And 45 minutes later, you were home and yeah. in bed before the Dodger game was over. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Stupid Justin Turner. What a great show. But yeah, it sounds good. And that's the way concerts need to be. As I get older, they need to be, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Give me 45 minutes, uh, do the best a you power got. power set. Give me, give me that. I don't know how they're getting paid. I was exhausted watching them. I'll tell you this. As a uh, you know, guy who's done band stuff before, you, it's hard to get a place that wants you. For forty five. Well, it's one of the, it's one of those things. I mean, they're they're a hardcore band, so I mean, their big Tool Opus songs are two minutes yeah. and forty five seconds. But I they, mean, you still need to fill two hours on stage to well, get they, your they money like from a, the venue. other opening bands too. I know. So they're yeah. priced accordingly. 
And it is. It is, too. Yeah. I think tickets for like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, it's nothing to it. So Terror's doing themselves no favors by doing these short shows, at least financially. Physically, I don't know if they could do much more than 45. They just It is just nonstop. Well, it's how you feel when you listen to them. Yeah. I I get worn out listening to that. Oh, yeah. I had them on uh, like last week when uh, you you properly reminded me a week prior. Mm -hmm. You needed one or two more reminders, and I'd have been there. I have to be reminded of things constantly. Like tonight. Do you remember what tonight yeah, is? I had yeah. to, like tonight, I was going to say, tonight, if it wasn't for yesterday, I would have made plans for tonight yesterday had you not, or, uh, we not spoken of the Smoking the Bandit. Uh, but that one sticks in my head for like, that's a big deal. Yeah, I forget things like that. I don't know why. And I'll double book myself and then I'm like, uh-oh. And usually it's double booking with somebody who's putting in an effort. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble now. Brett's got a corsage for this thing. He's oh, got oh, all set up. You have to wear it like you dress like the bandit. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a hat and snowman outfit. I'm coming in. You have the little caterpillar hat and yep, everything. I got it on all it. coming in. <laughs> I wear sunglasses throughout the movie. The vest. You got? Do you oh. still have the jacket or is that torched? Didn't you get the Firebird? No. Oh, I did have that. I don't yeah. know where that went. Did you lend it out to someone and they ruined it? I don't. I don't know where that is. I have the smoke and the bandit you jacket. Dig that thing out. Well, I'm digging that out. All right. <laughs> I totally forgot I bought Spent that. Good money yeah, on that I did. jacket. Wonder where that is. Oh, I sold it for uh, Dodger bets. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I sold a lot of my clothes. I don't have a problem. Yeah, where is that jacket? I wonder. I have to dig around and find that. Thing. Megan Didn't probably, I bring it? Remember, Megan it probably donated. Well, it I wouldn't doubt it. It, Didn't does, it smell kind of... like gasoline, if I remember right. Wasn't it here? It was at the yeah, old building. Brought, was it at the old building? Oh, it was at the old building. Yeah, that was a long, long ago. Because really? the only time I remember you wearing it was the trip's party. Oh, yeah. Because that's when uh, Drew Travolta showed up. <laughs> that's when we had Drew Travolta and the bandit. <laughs> that's right. And mine was intentional. Yes. Larry, I thought that was just solo, the Drew Travolta. Well, we, that well, was he's done it for a couple of years. And yeah. then he double dipped yeah, When we it. teased yeah. him okay. and then he, he made it a character. Well, I made it a character and then he took it and said, all right, fine. If you're going to do that, I'll wear it again. And he wore it the next year. Because he had like that low V-neck T-shirt and then the Drew Travolta yeah. leather jacket. Well, he's worn it a couple times because I got a picture of me, him, and Chris Kelly. That's right. Jude Travolta. At first he thought it was like the look until we all told him he looked like Jude Travolta. Shalom. How's everybody doing? (laughs) Oh, it took me forever to get here. I'm so verklempt. Jude Travolta's walking around. He had that big necklace. He was in Saturday Night Fever. It was great. (laughs) But yeah, he, to his credit, he embraced the fact that we were teasing him. I I, had a bandit jacket. I got to find that because I had a snowman t-shirt. I totally forgot I had that. Damn it. See, Brett? I need to be reminded of things. <laughs> I forgot my own possessions. Brady knows my closet. But, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> it's in the upper right side. You know, all right, I'll take a gander up there. If you're right, I'm going to probably burn my house down. <laughs> Stand in my closet being all weird. Uh, yeah, so what are you going to do? But I'm sorry to Brett. I did miss the terror show last night. and I'd invite you to the next one, but, the, you know. Are they coming you're again? Off, you're off the list. Oh, they're usually Look, like six months. Every you can six invite or so. me six months in advance. I'm not going to remember that. I reminded you for the last two he months. Not reminded you last day week or two for before. Sake. Like Friday, you should have gone. Hey, terrorist Tuesday. We're supposed I'm to like, tat oh, your uh, arm. Yes, maybe a little <laughs> memento action would be a good idea. I'm bad at it. I do have to say, I though. think I think Ski Mask may be a maybe a terror fan. I mean, just get in, get out, get that oh, money, yeah. and you yeah, know. She, she, yeah, I just don't know Still how you get paid. Like whenever our band does stuff, they actually ask us to get two hours in. 
I think it's just one of those things with like hardcore bands that you know that this is this is the standard. It's a 40, 45 minute set, and that's it. They should write one long song, like a just to kill Some time. Tool to song, keep, yeah, something to get, yeah, you get more money away with two or three songs. You got to get more money. Yeah, two or three five ten minute songs, you kill fifteen minutes, and uh, you can be on stage longer, and then the venues will pay you a little bit more. But the best part about it is, it's like. When they're done, you you like you you leave wanting more. That is true. It's not like yeah. you know, like when some bands are up there and it's like, oh, this album track this is from, taking forever. Oh my God. This is a new album. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, yeah. There's no encore. Yeah, it's no. just yeah. like straight through and we're done. There's no encore. New, the lights new, go on. New. So even yep. Crescent has to be like, Jesus, they're all gonna leave at ten o'clock. The bar crowd's gone. The place is packed though. Yeah, well, it's packed on a Tuesday. I guess that makes them happy. Yeah. Either way, I blew it and I recognize it. Although I will say this. Listening to a 13-year-old tell dirty jokes, eating a homemade French dip sandwich is pretty damn good stuff. It was a it was a nice trade-off. One or the other. Well, it's two lifestyles, two completely different things. But, I mean, croissant bread, French dip, it was very, it was fattening. It was definitely a couple miles more on the old walk, but uh, it was fantastic stuff. And looking at Mark, I should have known it was going to be fattening. I mean, the guy's huge now. He's <laughs> gigantic gotten bigger oh i didn't i didn't think it was possible either brady you, you didn't recognize him when you uh-huh. came to the door no they were butter- like i saw you last yeah. week yeah we buttered him and pushed him outside and like man he's <laughs> it was, he's impressively large but yeah the uh that's so good and i don't look i'd be big too if Kristen was making homemade french dips i've never had one of those before like the au jus and all that she had it all done i'm like well i couldn't she went and bought all that stuff because you didn't remind me frequently enough <laughs> It has to be. Could done. have went to Pomo, Six had hours. a nice dinner oh, early. Oh, man. Did you go to Pomo? Went, no, I didn't go to Pomo. Uh, Pomo's not before a terror show. Why not? Ah. He got the Wagyu burger at Pomo? Arby's. Yeah. What'd you get before? You have to just get something dirty trailer oh, trash. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You stayed in the theme. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. He was a caniac last night. I had pizza night. beforehand. Oh. I had pizza, yeah. Or it wasn't pizza. Of night, yeah. course he did. <laughs> it's a mandatory delivery. Yeah, Brad, here you go. <laughs> oh, is it already Tuesday? Jeez. It's your weekly free pie from the Italian American Society. <laughs> At his house, he just has slices available. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Just, there's just a little open it counter. Always. Just regenerates <laughs> itself. <laughs> he make you another slice. Good night. The Italian fairies that float around at night and make pasta and, and stuff. Mario walking through and fills his fridge. Oh! I would like that. That would be a nice thing. I, I imagine it's probably true. But anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, so I'm sorry. It was a good show, though. Great show. And you said Great that uh, I was being harassed in it by oh, uh, probably by five or six people. Like, okay. where's Holmberg at? Give me some grief. Is he really at his dog party? Yeah, yeah, dog yeah party. that's really Marvelous. what he's doing. Three years old. Pictures, uh-huh. are, yeah. <laughs> pictures are outrigeously fun. It was a throwdown. <laughs> You're taking this twink <laughs> no. thing a little bit too far uh, look, now. This was really nice. It was a nice night. Had Tara not been here last night, there would have been zero problems with us. Did you fun. have frosty paws at the? Uh, bar? Uh, we, we did. We were going to give him frosty paws. Did you go for but... puppuccinos too? After well, I like puppuccinos. <laughs> we had puppuccinos. We didn't. Uh, we didn't. We decided not to give him frosty paws. Uh, they were. They were available. They frosty weren't in paws birthday were outfits, were they? Yes, they were. Okay. Hats that light up that had the three because they're both three years old. Uh, Lucy and Jack are brother and sister, and Mark and I adopted them. Uh, I I was on Channel 15, and Jack was the dog. Well, we were promoting Cha-Ching Chavez, and Jack was there from the Humane Society, and I fell for Jack. His little sister was there, too. Her name was Penelope then. can't remember Jack's name. I just immediately pretty much named him Jack Ann. And then Penelope was there, and now her name is Lucy. And uh, they're just fast friends. You, you can't even say to uh, Jack, like, we're going over to Sissy Lucy's house, and he looks out the window. It's very adorable. 
Very much on point with what you, most, well, I would venture to guess like 50% of the Terra crowd last night had a very similar experience before the show. <laughs> Homemade French dips, dogs and hats. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that kind of crowd. They have, you know, very cute pictures, some videos. It was pretty, it was a 12-year-old girl telling terrible jokes. It was probably the same. More than likely, there were a couple 12-year-olds there as dates at the terror show last night. I don't know. I wasn't looking. <laughs> Is it a predominantly, it's male. Oh, yeah, but there, there, were, there, there, were, uh, there were women there. No I kidding. mean, I was, I was surprised more than normal, but there was, there, was, uh, there was one chick that went up there and jumped on stage and started singing the songs, too. No kidding. Oh, yeah, because those shows, they hand out the mic. People yeah. can sing. That's yeah. pretty great. This dude's wife. Did you, uh, no. uh, and you said that people were stage diving at, uh, simultaneously. Oh, yeah. One, these two guys came up from each side of the stage and tried to dive out in the crowd in midair, both collided and knocked one of the mic stands over, too. And just the show goes oh, on. It's straight, yeah, all. it's just like normal. That's great. See, that's the way music used to be. It used to be a party. Oh, and that's all it is, too. They just fun. keep inviting you. This is your stage. Come on up. And Man, there they go. Cool. No insurance liabilities or risks or anything. They just haven't. No pyro, no nothing, just a raw no, rock. It's not a great white show. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Until it is. That's what great white used to say. <laughs> Until it was. This is your stage. This is your stage, you guys. Come on up here. Do whatever you want. Kick stuff. Anyone got a lighter? What's the worst that could happen, yo? Yeah, Jack Russell wouldn't invite anybody up on stage. Like I said. Was it, yeah, that he was in that then, yeah. right? That oh, was yeah. Was he... Then they split, and he did his own Great White. Yeah, now yeah. he's now I think it's Jack Russell's Great White, and yeah. then there's Great White. Which I don't know why anybody would want to see them that bad in the first place to really care which guy it is. Yeah, I mean, you well, want to see the Jack Russell one, because that's who was... The voice. Yeah. It's not like they were amazing musicians or anything. Nobody you know? goes to that and doesn't think about it, though. You know? If my flight is... Oh, it's Great know, White. Yeah, I remember having a Great White. You just, you just think of the fire. And then I saw in the, the news the other day, or uh, music news, that uh, Great White's looking for a new lead singer now. They are? Yeah. Jack Jack Russell's no, available. The other, yeah. I know. Why don't you call your old friend up? <laughs> Russell Jack quit yeah, yeah. the band. <laughs> yeah. It's, they should go to the Philippines and just uh, start surfing those karaoke bars. It seems like that's where you pull a carbon copy out. Get one in a week. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to it. Well, I'm glad you had fun, Brad. Yeah, I'm sorry I flaked on him. But tonight's the big night for us. Well, I'll be there. I'll be there, too. Uh-huh. I mean, barring a, an impromptu dog gathering, which I really enjoy. Look, I do, anything, lifestyle too I do anything for them. Uh, and also those delicious homemade French dip sandwiches and foul-mouthed 12-year-olds. I mean, that's pretty much that's awesome. Hard. That's, that a good, is, that's a good night. Foul-mouthed 12-year-old thing. The foul-mouthed 12-year-old. Yeah. That's what's made – like 80s movies always had the, the foul-mouthed 12-year-old. Yeah. And now my friend has one. Terrible language coming out. No cussing either. Really? Just just nuanced, terrible sex jokes. Just <laughs> constant. Just at one point, somebody said "creamy white goo," and I'm like, "Ew!" Well, it was her. I'm like, you're t- stop it. And she's laughing. <laughs> I've been reading some horrendous blue comedy joke books. And she, and it wasn't like she was just saying them. She was like putting them in the right spots. Like she was getting it. Like it was, yeah, that's pretty advanced. She's a super advanced kid, though. She's making us drinks. Like, that's the best She's thing an old soul. Well, I guess maybe I she that. makes bart. She's a bartender. She's like Bart Simpson. She's making us drinks. And do it. It's, it's a pretty fantastic. Like, I've never wanted a kid, but if I ever had one, I'd want it to be like a bartender and with quick with a joke. Going to light up a smoke. But that's the best part. You just leave them there when you're done. It's not your kid. You don't have to yeah, deal with it. The best part is it's like, yeah. well, and that's the thing. They have to, they have, they're going to straighten up her language. 
And you could tell that when we left, there was going to be a talk, which was even better. Because we're like, all right, you guys enjoy family <laughs> night. We're done here. We took our dog, popped him in the car. And I know within two minutes of that door closing, it's like, we need to sit. You need to class it up, little girl. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great talk. Young lady. Yeah. Your dogs ever freak out, though, when you take just one? And uh, the other the other guys? Yeah. No, they get uh, they get weird when we bring one back. Gordon oh, okay. goes to the farmer's market pretty much every weekend. Okay. And then he comes back, and it's almost like he's stuck up when he comes back. From comes he comes back and... like, yeah, you know, I got to go. And you guys didn't because you're ill-behaved. <laughs> like he, he's a dick to them for like the first 20, 25 minutes. And they put him in his place. Like they'll let him know. Like they'll smell him, and then he's like, ugh. And he goes and runs in a corner and lays by himself. It's like, Mommy took me to Flabba's Market, not you, because you're trash. Teacher's pet. Yeah, and it is. It's that moment. And I think Jack did the same thing. They, were, they, get, they get more curious, and then the dog that was gone like has his nose in the air. Like They're kind of dicks when they come back from an event by themselves, unless it's the vet. Then I think they come back and talk like Vietnam veterans. <laughs> you have no idea what I've been through. You weren't there. <laughs> I had my blood drained. I had my blood drained, God damn it! Yeah, Frank had to come back. You sleep time. in that corner by yourself. <laughs> yeah. When Frank came back from the vet after five days in the in the hole, uh, he had stories. The other guys were really calm with him and nice to him. It wasn't like he'd been someplace special. They knew. Someplace special, they're kind of dicks when they come home. And, uh, you know, you have to, hey, 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 a lot of that going on. They start sniffing and little grumbles like, hey. Yeah, they're, they're, it's with different. With two it's when you split them, there's that. Yeah, I have that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, when one's gone, like, yeah. why didn't I get to go? Right. And then the other one comes back. And I think from having owned a lot of dogs, the other one comes back and goes, you didn't go because they think you're a hillbilly. <laughs> and the other one gets upset. And there's a lot of confidence issues. Meanwhile, the one's like, I had a thermometer. Up my <laughs> yeah, they shoved a thermometer really be there, but... and literally took blood out of my body. <laughs> I, don't, I, do, I don't know what they're doing. It was pretty good. Uh, so 612. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Maybe uh, like some Eastbound and Down, perhaps. I don't know. I'm down with that. Oh, my God. I can't wait for tonight. Oh, man. Come on now, Bandit. Let's get this going. (laughs) Uh, It's 6.13. Get it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.